So my president is out of the country again, and um, I wouldn't say I'm surprised, really, because I'm not. I'm not surprised. Um, he's starting off his second term the way he started off his first, and as I said, not surprising. What is surprising, actually, right now is the fact that his handlers, his people, have decided to call it a private trip to the UK. You know, a private trip wherein he happens to visit his doctors. But a private trip nonetheless. It's it's ridiculous really. It's ridiculous because I, I would I, I prefer the days where they would tell us, you know, he's on medical vacation. At least that was some there was there was truth in that, right? But right now it seems the government believes they can just tell us anything and we'll just go along with it. Right? Tch, private trip. Anyways, um what I'd like to talk about today, um, for this week's topic is something I read over the past week, yeah? It was a survey. It was, it was a very interesting survey. It was called, I think, Africa, Freedom and Security, right? And basically what the survey showed was that um, generally Africans are more willing to give up freedoms for security, right? And I wouldn't say I found this surprising, once again. I, would, I wouldn't say I found it surprising, but to see the numbers was quite um, stark, right? And to also see the context of some of these numbers was also quite interesting. So I thought I'll talk about that today. Um, but yeah, so the survey was conducted by uh, a, a group called Afrobarometer, I think it was. Um, it was based on public opinion of about 34 countries, 34 African countries. <clears throat> Excuse me about 34 African countries and some 45,000 people were interviewed. So it was a massive survey, right? It was done over a period of, uh, I think, two years, 2016 to 2018. And, um, and the findings were quite interesting. And there were five main findings, right, in the survey. And that's what I'll talk about. So I'll explore. So the first thing that popped up was the fact that um, more Africans were willing to trade freedoms for security. In general, right? And to put that in context, to put that in numbers, the survey showed that about 62% of Africans, right, the pe of the people surveyed, were willing to accept curfews or roadblocks or some sort of restriction on their freedom of movement in exchange for security, right? And um, one surprising statistic was the biggest percentage of this came from Madagascar, right? And to put this in context, right, it, it just showed that a lot of these African countries, African states that were surveyed were coming out of some sort of conflict or have been affected by terrorism, right, as in the case of Madagascar, which, which is coming out of um, a, a protracted political crisis, right? And so people were generally accepting to restrict their own freedoms, their own freedom of movement in exchange for security right and um in my view in my view the argument that freedom of movement or any other freedom 
any other freedom can be exchanged for security i'm not sure that's the thing i'm not sure i, I wouldn't say i go with it because a lot of governments argue for it and you would understand why governments would argue for it you know governments would also will always want to curtail freedoms but at the same time when you've lived in a country that has been affected by terrorism and terrorist activities and high high crime rates right you wouldn't mind that bit of security so i i i wouldn't say i'm on one side or the other right i wouldn't say i'm on one side but i would say i'm leaning more i would lean more towards accepting that freedom is absolute you know one should be free to move to say to do what you want within the confines of the law of course but anyways that's my opinion um so yeah the second thing that um the survey popped up the survey showed was that um fewer africans right now are feeling free to say what they would like to say right <clears throat> so basically freedom of speech in africa has reduced over the past couple of years right the statistic was um about 68 percent of people say they are more careful when they speak about politics or um political discussions in general right they're always careful about what they say in public right and the countries with the highest statistics in this survey were um mali zambia and tanzania right to put that in context once again mali is coming out of a long political crisis it started in 2012 mali has been in the throes of um uh an, an islamist takeover in the north of mali right and so there's a lot of conflict going on in mali and when you look at Zambia and Tanzania. Uh, I talked about those two countries in um, episode three of um, my podcast series when I talked about the decline of democracies in Africa, right? Because these countries have have right now governments, authoritarian governments, who have decided to curtail freedoms. You know, freedom of speech, freedom of movement, freedom of, of association, and things like that. And so, it's not really surprising, right? It's not really surprising to see that. The places with the highest potential of people saying they don't feel free to say what they want to say include Zambia and Tanzania. I, it's not really surprising, right? And, um, okay, so the third point brought out from the survey was that um, a significant percentage of Afghan populace, right, were willing to allow the government to monitor the communications. That, for me, was surprising. That was the one surprising thing in the survey because... Um, well, the statistic wasn't, it wasn't great. It wasn't like, you know, 60% or like the previous ones. It was like 43% of people were willing to accept this. But this is up following research and the trend. This is up by about 5% from previous years. So more people are willing to accept um, the government monitoring their communications on their phones right now than before, which for me is surprising. Now, the highest percentage once again was from mali right once again because of the political context and because of the conflict that have been going on in mali but to say something on this right i would not i do not accept this one in any way um i believe you should be able to communicate privately with whoever you want to communicate with the government if the government wants to monitor communications they should go through a court a court it shouldn't be um the government just deciding to collect communications willy-nilly, right? But that's just my opinion. Um, 
the fourth part, yeah, the fourth part of the, the fourth point of the survey was the fact that fewer Africans cared about the right to join groups, right? In the survey, it showed that about 61% of people believe, you know, people should be free to join whatever group they want to join. But that is down from about 66%, right? And generally, right, it showed that people have stopped caring, you know. People have stopped caring about the freedom and the right to join groups and associations. And you wouldn't blame them because when you look at the countries with the highest percentages, um, Zambia, Niger- um, Zimbabwe, Nigeria, and you look at the, the protest movement in Zimbabwe, for example, and the government's crackdown and the terrorist and you know <clears throat> and the terrorist movement in Nigeria and the government's crackdown and you can see the correlation and the context in there so it's not really surprising for that right <clears throat> and finally finally the fifth point was um, that support for religious freedom was evenly divided right so about 49% of people believe there should be complete freedom of religion where about 47% of people believed that there should be some sort of restriction on religious speech. Now, this is not surprising because, you know, if you look at the countries that were surveyed like Tunisia and um, Egypt and uh, Nigeria and basically countries that that have had some sort of terrorist activity or the other, right? And it's not surprising to see that people in these countries believe that, you know, religious speech should be monitored one way or the other um so there that's that's not surprising that part of the survey is not surprising but overall overall to see that about 68 percent of the people surveyed in africa believe that they should trade their freedoms or they they do not mind trading their freedoms for security as i said before not surprising but to see that percentage i i think it's a bit high personally Personally, I just, I think it's a bit high. And, um, you know, governments would always, always argue that it is right to, you know, restrict your movement to a certain time for your own security. It is right for them to listen in on your conversation for your own security. It is right for them to monitor every one of your movements for your own security. But is it? You know, we have to ask ourselves, is it really right? Um... Because if we start to give up freedoms, if we start to just chip away at these freedoms that we find fundamental to our to our being, to our being in a democracy, then are we truly in a democracy? But that's just my opinion on that, really. And um, I, I, I think it's something to really think about. I think it's something to really think about because when I saw the survey and when I read it, it, would, it just sparked some conversations in my head. And I think it's an interesting read. Um, I think it's on BBC, it's on the BBC website if you'd like to read it. It's on the BBC website if you'd like to read the survey. Um, So yes, so that's what I have for you this week. Once again, um, just to remind you, we are on the Just Talk app and um, my username on there, once again, is Adiola Talks. That's A-D-E-O-L-A-T-A-L-K-S, no spaces in between. And um, I'll post a summary of this podcast on there next week, right? So, um, Thank you very much for your time. Cheers.